The Placing You First podcast begins in less than 20 seconds. Visit crcgroup.com to subscribe, download our award-winning tools and intel articles that help you stay aware of emerging issues and trends, or get a snapshot of the insurance marketplace with our industry-leading ready indexes. You'll find it all on crcgroup.com under tools and intel. There's been a significant law change in Florida that anybody who writes habitational should know about and pay attention to. Today we talk about Mia's Law, what it means for insurance, and what you should know as you write habitational in Florida. We're joined by Corey Friedman, who's a broker from CRC Group's Boca Raton office, and he specializes in real estate and habitational risks. He's gonna help us navigate Mia's Law next, right here. This is the Placing You First podcast from CRC Group. This podcast features news and insights from a vast knowledge base of 4,300 plus associates who write over $34 billion of premium annual. Plus, we give you the latest information on what's happening at CRC. This, this, this is the Placing You First podcast. And now here's the host of the podcast, Dan Wentz. The death of a 19-year-old from Florida has led to a new law. Mia Marcano disappeared in September 2021. She missed a flight to see her family, which prompted them to report her missing. Police identified one person of interest in Mia's disappearance, 27-year-old Armando Manuel Caballero, a maintenance worker at the apartment complex where Mia also worked and lived. Mia's remains were found a week later. Authorities believe Armando Caballero entered Mia's apartment using a master key from the apartment complex before her disappearance. A lawsuit from Mia's family maintains the apartment complex was negligent. Uh, We believe that uh, they put Mia's life in danger by the, the mere fact that they hired this guy. I mean, just a basic background check would show Uh, that this guy had some hits on his records. Now Mia's law has unanimously passed in the Florida Senate. The bill will require landlords to get a background check on all apartment complex employees. Those with a violent criminal history and convicted sex offenders will not be eligible for hire. Landlords will also have to give tenants a 24-hour notice before entering their apartments, as well as keep a log of anyone who accesses master keys. That clip is from Inside Edition's YouTube channel. Check them out at youtube.com slash Inside Edition. All right, we're joined by uh, with Corey Friedman today. I think that was a pretty good summary right there. What do you think, Corey? Did they miss anything? That was pr- pretty eye-opening. Thanks for having me today, Yeah, idea. pretty eye-opening. And it's a, it's a different world from when I lived in apartments. I own my own home now, but I can't imagine someone just walking into my apartment or having access to my apartment. You never thought that anybody would ever do that. And it's amazing that we made it to 2022 before we had any issues uh, with this happening. So I can't believe this wasn't a law before, but but now it is definitely a law. What do you think, Corey? Is this, is this going to cause some issues or, or change things in the insurance world? So it, it's very new, Dan. You know, this law was just uh, was just put into into law uh, this past July 2022. So I don't believe that it's truly resonated or sunk in with the with the insurance marketplace yet. This is, like I said, very new. Um, the topic was originally breached to us by an insurance company. So the insurance companies are aware of it. Um, we've yet to see any real action on their part. Uh, as to whether um, they're going to adopt or draft exclusions, anything that may have uh, ultimate 
you know, uh, insurance implications, but it's certainly something which is the reason why we drafted the article that we want to get out there for people to understand and, and be aware of. Yeah. So what are what are the potential insurance implications? I know that you're you know, we're not real sure if the exclusions are coming or, or what the reaction from the carriers is going to be for this. But what are how would this change things? We know that we're in a marketplace in Florida uh, where, where companies are looking for best in class uh, insured uh, apartment complex operators. And so we, we believe that, you know, as part of the underwriting process, uh, underwriters and carriers, as they become aware of this newly adopted law, that they'll be asking the questions and want to see, uh, you know, a written you know, handbook, if you will, or certain measures being taken by the insured to, you know, operate in uh, in compliance of this new law. And ultimately, the people that don't uh, will either be uh, not offered best in class insurance terms, uh, non renewed, you know, and as insurance companies, like I said, look to ensure the best of the best, uh, the ones that are not following the rules will be will left on the sideline with possible exclusions, warranties on their policies, higher premiums, higher deductibles, uh, TBD, really. What about those companies that are just going to plead ignorance to this, right? They didn't know that Maya's law was coming, that this was a thing. Uh, they didn't change uh, any of their procedures. Is this something that they're going to be able to, to get exempted from? Or do they need to get on top of this right away? Well, unfortunately for insurance companies, right, negligence um, results in paid claims. The only way that I could see a carrier being able to uh, deny a claim for non-compliance of this law would be to uh, draft an exclusion and have that, you know, bolted onto the policy. So again, it's these insurance companies who ultimately end up paying the price for what you refer to as negligence. And so we uh, we had asked some of our internal resources, you know, how are the insured supposed to be made aware of this, right? I mean, what what also spurred this, uh, the reason for we for the article was we had asked some of our largest uh, retail producers for this class of business, hey, have you ever heard of this? And the answer unequivocally was no. And so we're saying, hey, if the agents don't know, then the insureds probably don't, right? And so um, unfortunately, I, I'm not in law. I don't know uh, what measures are uh, put in place that make uh, apartment complex owners brought up to speed on this type of stuff. You know, when new laws are created, this was just basically dropped and it was like, hey, we got a new law. So if this type of stuff is happening often, what, you know, from the state level, what is uh, bestowed upon the insurers to, to have to comply with these type of changes? If the retail agents aren't aware of this, right? So why don't we start asking questions about our, the accounts that we have on our desks? Start saying, hey, are they compliant with um, Maya's law? And they say, what's Maya's law, right? And that's where we come and become educators in this regard, right? So that's the gist of where we're at right now with this with this newly created law. The first time they hear about it, maybe when they have to work with an exclusion or when there's a lawsuit, when people start getting sued, you know, uh, for not keeping up with this. And it, it really... Uh, Pretty eye-opening, yeah. Seems like the... Yeah, it seems like the kind of thing that people are going to want to implement, mm -hmm. right? But you've got to know about it first. And you make some great points there about people not, you know, how do they actually get notified <laughs> that they should do this? Um, and there's also gray areas with this, right? So uh, if if we have an insured, what do you, you know, what what do you think their best course of action is? Maybe they start with 
getting educated first on Maya's law? Well, certainly. Uh, it all starts with education and then certainly implementation. Uh, I think part of the law requires, you know, written written logs. Um, as far as I think as it pertains to master keys, I still believe you mentioned gray area. I still believe as part of the law, there is some gray area with regard to um, like key fobs, uh, master key fobs. I think the article cited that there was still some uh, unfinished work in that regard. Uh, but, you know, as part of the inspection process, as part of the, the procurement of insurance, the, the ones that are aware of this law and upholding themselves to a higher standard are going to make themselves the most visible to the insurance companies to make them a, a client that they want to be partnered with, right? And I think that is the key focus here. If you plead negligence, if you say we're unaware, we don't know, but what do you got for us? I mean, I think you're going to become less attractive in a very hard market. Yeah. And that's the last thing you want mm -hmm. right now, right? You're, people are trying to get that better pricing. Uh, so they, they need to know about Maya's law. And especially when it comes up this, you know, this round of renewals mm -hmm. is going to be probably tough for those people in Florida, right? Because they've, you know, we've got so much change going on with regards to this law. If you're writing habitational, um, what do you think a retail agent can do or, or what, you know, what is their best path forward when it comes to navigating Maya's law? Uh, for anybody out there that's watching this, that, that, you know, has, uh, clients that, uh, are in this space, I think it would be a great opportunity for them to reach out, to share with them the news about this newly adopted law to say, Hey, this is a, a compliance issue that we have to deal with. Um, I've yet also yet to see it on a supplemental, um, you know, are they compliant? If you recall, there's the, uh, I believe it's the Virginia Graham Baker law that was adopted after a 2002 uh, loss of a young child, seven-year-old child who was uh, stuck inside a pool hot tub drain, right? And as a result of that, uh, that, law, uh, that loss, pool drains and covers have to be uh, upheld to a certain standard. So insurance is an, adapt uh, is an adaptive you know, industry. Uh, we also didn't used to exclude terrorism from insurance company policies, right? So uh, as terrible things happen, the industry reacts and takes action, right? And so uh, what can we do is we can educate, we can make sure that our insurers are compliant with these laws. Like I said several times before, you know, hold themselves to a higher standard, uh, not to plead ignorance and uh, make themselves marketable. It sounds like if I'm a retail agent, probably the first thing I need to do is pull up my list of accounts when they're renewing and start calling people and being like, hey, just to let you know, something's different this year. Maya's law, you know, you need to look into it. We need to start, you know, we need to do this and this and this. Um, so, yeah, getting ahead of it probably is a, a big deal. I look, think. I think anytime you have an opportunity to uh, pass along news other than an insurance increase, pr premium increase or a change in your, you know, uh, deductible is an opportunity to show your value and, you know, added value. Uh, is from an education standpoint and things they can do to, you know, uh, mitigate future claims, right? And ultimately make themselves more insurable, right? As insureds have losses, right? You know, next year's renewal becomes harder for, for us to market them so it makes them more attractive. So anything an insured can do from a risk management standpoint, right, to uh, prevent future losses, which be, of course, complying with something like a Myers law. And I think that if I was an insurance agent on the flip side and I didn't educate my clients, my insurers about this. Uh, I would, I would probably no longer be their agent, right? Maybe a no-win <laughs> situ no situation there, Dan. Yeah. yeah. No-win no situation. So it's, 
you know, it's your best, best thing. Well, we do have a lot of information up on the uh, website about this crcgroup.com. If you look for the tools and Intel section, uh, this is part of the Intel we, uh, we spread out there to help you out and to help you with your clients. Um, Corey, did we miss anything today? No, is, I think that's really good. This? You know, this is, this is evolving. This is going to be a, a question that uh, is, is going to come up. Like I said, from the very beginning, this was something that was brought up by an insurance company underwriter who is very present in our, in the state of Florida in this space. And so if they're asking the questions, that means action will take place going forward. And what that looks like in the near future, we don't know yet. But in the meantime, education is, is, is key here. You know, we won't, we certainly wouldn't want to see anything ever happen similar to this ever again. For sure. Absolutely. And the insurance company, I mean, just by instituting the, you know, the exclusions, the questions, that kind of stuff, they're going to make sure that apartment complexes are uh, following suit and making the changes that they need to make to uh, make sure this doesn't happen. Well, Corey, great conversation, man. I really appreciate Thanks, you uh, joining us today on the podcast. Uh, such a good time. Are you ready to take your career to the next level? Join Team CRC to gain access to best-in-class tools, data, exclusive programs, and more. Send your resume to resumes at crcgroup.com and read testimonials from our recent hires on LinkedIn. Search for CRC.